listening to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, episode 307. Hey there, you amazing human, and welcome to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, the podcast that is designed for female entrepreneurs who want to make more money in a way that is in alignment for them. If you're looking for practical advice, proven strategies, and expert insights to help you navigate the challenges of growing your business, then you've come to the right place. Welcome, my friend. I am your host, Angela Henderson, a proud Canadian living in beautiful Australia, and I'm a business coach, consultant, and strategist who has helped thousands of women around the world build successful businesses. Through solo episodes and interviews with successful business owners, industry experts, and thought leaders, you'll get insider insights into what it takes to succeed in today's digital age. Whether you're struggling to scale your business, looking for ways to boost your productivity, or seeking ways to overcome the challenges of being an entrepreneur, this show has everything you need to succeed and more. So subscribe, pop your headphones on, and get ready to creating the business and life you deserve today by allowing the Angela Henderson Online Business Show help you create a winning strategy, develop the right mindset, and build lasting wealth. chat with you about people pleasing and how people pleasing is having a direct correlation with the amount of money you make. Let that sink in my friend. People pleasing is having a direct correlation with the amount of money you are currently making. So let me ask you this. Do you often find it difficult to say no to requests or favors from others? Or how do you feel when you have to turn down someone's request or decline an invitation? Or do you prioritize other people's needs and desires over your own, even when it inconveniences you? Or have you ever agreed to do something you didn't want to do simply to avoid disappointing someone or fearing their reaction? Or have you ever felt resentful or stressed because you were trying to meet someone else's expectations or standards? You get the point here, my friend. I could ask you a million questions, but if you are already kind of getting a physical reaction, if you're shaking your head yes, then you're going to want to stick around for this podcast episode where I'm going to talk to you directly about people-pleasing, what it is, what are some of the characteristics, how it shows up in business, and what you can do to start changing some of this. Because again, people-pleasing is having a direct correlation on the amount of money you are bringing into your business. But before we get started on this episode, this episode is sponsored by Lauren, the fearless founder and visionary behind Gemini Creative Studio. She is a catalyst for brand revolutions. Lauren specializes in custom branding, one-on-one brand consultancy, and runs the Brand Academy. Her sweet spot, my friend, empowering disruptive female-led business owners like you to evolve from business as usual to extraordinary cult status. With a knack of fusing strategy, innovation, and a dash of daring magic, Lauren transforms brands into unforgettable experiences. Whether you are a startup in need of a full brand overhaul or an established business ready to level up, Lauren is your go-to guru. In fact, she's been mine with my current rebrand. And she's more than just a consultant. She's a dedicated partner committed to fueling your brand's journey to success. When working with Lauren, you're not just getting a brand that is um, just a brand, but it is an unrecognizable brand that is going to lead you to things that are all things iconic. To To connect with Lauren about updating your brand or getting started or refreshing your brand, head to her website today, which is www.geminicreativestudio.com.au. Again, geminicreativestudio.com.au or connect with her over on Instagram. Her handle is gemini.creativestudio. Okay, now let's get into today's podcast episode, people-pleasing. 
I've always thought I wasn't a people pleaser until in March, I was in Napa Valley with my own mentor, Scott Alford, and he, we were there with others, do you know what I mean, within the mastermind. And he said, as he kind of started the, the day two, I think it was, the more you people please, the less money you make. And I remember my entire body had a physical response to this. I felt sick. And it was that moment I had to dig deep and explore my own people-pleasing tendencies. When I explored what was going on for me in particular, I was like, this is 200 million percent impacting my sales, my revenue, and my profit. And let me tell you, this conversation is a conversation I have almost weekly, monthly inside of my own programs with my clients. I also now am having more conversations about this with my peers because it's not a conversation that's talked about enough, though you you would think it would be because it's a direct correlation. And you'll see by the end of this podcast episode what I mean by more. So this is something that I wanted to share with you today. So you might be thinking, well, I don't even know if I'm a people pleaser. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. So let me just define what people pleasing is. People pleasing is a behavior or personality trait where an individual goes to great lengths to make others happy or avoid their disapproval, often at the expense of their own needs, wants, or well-being. People pleasers tend to be overly accommodating and may struggle to assert their own desires or boundaries in interactions with others. They often seek external validation and fear rejection or criticism, which drives them to prioritize others' wishes and opinions over their own. Does this, are you kind of going, yep, uh, that's me. Now, I would have to say, I think we're all a little bit of people pleasers, no matter what. Like, we've all got a little bit of sprinkle of that. Some of us have more, and that can be up because of our upbringing, because of our current situation, because of the season we're in, whatever that looks like. And so this is really important that we start talking about this, because when we become aware of this, we can nip things in the butt and make changes. So what are some of the common characteristics of people pleasers? Now, again, this is a broad overview. It's not saying you have them all or not saying that, you know, I'm not diagnosing or anything like this, but this is just something to start thinking about. So some of those common characteristics of people pleasers include excessive agreeability. This is when the people pleaser finds it really challenging to say no and frequently says yes to request, even when it inconveniences them. Another people pleaser characteristics is that avoidance of conflict. You see, people pleasers tend to avoid conflicts or disagreements, often suppressing their own feelings or opinions to keep the peace. I know this is me for a very, very long time because of the household and trauma that I grew up in, especially with my mother and my grandmother. But as I grew older, I was able to put some other things in place. Another characteristic of people pleasers is seeking approval. They crave approval and validation from others and often base their self-worth on external feedback. I know clients that I work with often talk about this one as being a characteristic for them because, again, of their upbringing. Another common characteristic that I've seen in people pleasers is that that overcommitment. They frequently take on more responsibilities than they can handle because they struggle to decline requests for help or favors. Are you one of those people? I know I was at the beginning, right? I was overcommitting. Yes, 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 yes. Even though I was saying no to my family. Another common characteristic I see is difficulty setting boundaries. People pleasers may have difficulty setting and enforcing personal boundaries, allowing them to overstep or take advantage of them, right? This is when they allow others, I should say, to overstep on them or take advantage of them. And they know that this is happening, but they don't do anything about it. Most of them know that this is happening. 
Also a common characteristic I see in people pleasers is like low self-esteem because of this fear of rejection and desire to be liked all the time can lead to low self-esteem and self-worth in people pleasers. And another common characteristic of people pleasers that I see is emotional drain. By constantly prioritizing others' needs and feelings over their own, this can become emotionally draining and start off as stress, lead to burnout, and then potentially even go to full-blown mental health diagnosis. So can you relate to any of these characteristics that I've just talked about? Excessive agreeability, avoidance of conflict, seeking approval, overcommitment, difficulty setting boundaries, low self-esteem, emotional drain? If so, don't beat yourself up. As I've said earlier, this isn't about shame or making you feel bad, but, but rather making you aware. And when you're aware, you can make changes, just like I've been doing since March, but I've actually been doing periodically throughout my life. I just didn't label it as such, right? And so again, I too have had to look at my own people-pleasing tendencies. And it's funny because when I think about when I started in business, when I was growing a business and now I'm scaling a business, people-pleasing tendencies like to creep back in at each of these stages. So again, the more you're aware of this, the more you can take action, all right? Now, in regards to business, people-pleasing can manifest in various, various ways in the business world, impacting both you, your overall business or company, and even your team. Some of the common ways in which I've seen people-pleasing behavior show up in business include things such as, but not limited to, overcommitting. You see, in an effort to be agreeable and helpful, Individuals, aka you as the business owner, may say yes to tasks, projects, or responsibilities, even if they are already overloaded. This again to lead, like what I say, into that stress, burnout, and potentially a decrease in productivity. Another common thing that I see in people pleasers and the way that it shows up in business is ineffective delegation. Many business owners that I've worked with who are people pleasers struggle to delegate tasks to their team because they don't want to burden others or feel and fear that their own team won't like them if they assign them work. Again, this can hinder, and I've seen it over and over again, team growth and efficiency. Another common way that I see people pleasing, that I see people pleasing behavior showing up in business is avoiding necessary feedback. This is when I see business owners avoid giving constructive criticism or honest feedback to avoid hurting people's feelings. This can see, I have seen this happen in the coaching industry. I've seen this happen to, again, team members. I've seen this even to peers. And again, this is going to prevent professional growth and lead to unaddressed issues that you're just suppressing. Another thing that I've seen with working with thousands of women around the world in regards to people-pleasing behaviors is difficulty negotiating. So in business negotiations, people pleasers that I've seen may find it and have found it challenging to assert their needs or push for favorable terms because they fear upsetting the other party. And so this has resulted in clients, do you know what I mean? That like, say, for example, one of the clients I was working with was wanting to set up a 30% referral kickback for everyone they referred. The person came back and said, no, I'm only going to offer you 10%. And my client was like, okay. They did this before working with me. And so one of the things when we were looking at in her business model, when this came up, I was like, but why did you do that? And she's like, I don't know. And I said, well, obviously, that's one of the characteristics of people pleasing is that difficulty negotiating because you wanted to give them what they wanted over what you needed. And so this is, again, just another thing. 
Um, another thing that I've seen business owners do is failure to set boundaries. Those who struggle with people pleasing definitely find it hard often more times than not to set boundaries regarding working hours, personal time, or workload. I've seen clients responding to um, their clients Facebook at like 10 o'clock at night. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm all about you doing what works for you. I know like during school holidays, my work hours are slightly different just to do the juggle. But if you're doing it out of a place of, oh, I've got to do this. If they don't do this, they're not going to want to be my client. They're not going to pay me. Da, 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 da. You're going to resent them. And that's a boundary that you've got to, you know, you're breaching for yourself. And every time you breach a boundary, you like yourself a little bit less. So think about that. Another common way in which I see people pleasing behavior show up in businesses is inconsistent decision-making. This is when business owners are prone to people-pleasing, make inconsistent decisions based on the preferences for different individuals or groups rather than adhering to a clear and strategic vision for the organization. So they've got all these goals, they've got everything written out, they've got strategy, but they can't actually then make any decisions and they remain stuck and stagnant. This is the problem that I see, especially when you're the leader of the business, you're the owner of the business, the CEO of the business, you've got to be able to take action and make decisions. But in this instance, people pleasers have difficulty doing that and they make inconsistent decisions. Another thing that I often see uh, with business owners is unhealthy competition. You know, this is when like, I get that business can be competitive times, I prefer to look at it as collaboration, but in a competitive business environment, People pleasers that I've seen and worked with may go to great lengths to outdo their peers, even if it means sacrificing their well-being or ethics to gain approval and recognition. Now, again, when I start to see these things and these characteristics in the women as a business coach, it is my responsibility to gently, do you know what I mean, nurture them to become aware and remind them about what's going on and put strategies in place. Why? Because it's important to recognize that while being considerate and cooperative are valuable traits in business, excessive people-pleasing can hinder your business growth, my friend. So you might be saying, and what the fuck can I do? And what I can say to that is breaking the cycle of people-pleasing while trying to grow a business, it's a fucking journey. It's not going to happen overnight. I'm going to tell you that. And as you go from growth, from startup to growth to scale stage, again, these little niggly things will probably present themselves. I know they did with me and they do with many clients that I work with. So I want to leave you with some steps and strategies that you as the people pleaser potentially can follow to stop people pleasing habits and achieve more growth within your business, but also fulfillment in your life collectively. The first thing that I ask the business owners that I work with when we're like I just have talked about is self-awareness. To simply recognize and acknowledge that you have people-pleasing tendencies. Again, in my opinion, with anything in life, self-awareness is the first step towards change. The other thing that I ask my clients to be, to be mindful of is identify triggers. Just like when I was triggered in Napa Valley, identify the situations or people that trigger your people-pleasing behaviors understanding like what's underneath the surface, what prompts these tendencies will help you manage them better. You know, where do they stem from? How long have they been in your world? Why are they in your world? Get curious about it. Another thing that I work with my clients on around people pleasing and breaking these habits is setting boundaries. I've had to teach my clients over and over and over. And I also have to remind myself too at times, the importance of learning to say no when necessary. 
Again, now I get my clients just to start by setting small boundaries and then gradually expanding them. If you go too deep too quickly, you just set yourself up for failure, right? And keeping in mind that it's okay to prioritize your needs and well-being while at the same time setting boundaries. People actually want boundaries. Kids want boundaries and adults want boundaries. It allows them to know where they begin and where they end. I also talk with my clients, do you know what I mean, around stopping these people-pleasing habits, around prioritizing your goals. When you learn to clearly define your business goals and prioritize, this will, how did I say it? It will want you to help you and it allows you to stay focused, right? It allows you to stay clear instead of always constantly seeking approval from everyone else whatever you're consuming on podcasts and your feed, et cetera. So once you learn to prioritize your boundaries and you get really clear on what you need, you no longer kind of worry so much about what others need. Another thing I always say, obviously the clients who are coming to me is they're already getting help and support. But if you're a people pleaser out there and you're trying to do this on your own, I'd encourage you to talk to a friend, talk to a therapist, potentially to your doctor if it's impacting sleep or anything, right? Get around people that can offer you some guidance, some encouragement, and some accountability. Again, if you don't already have a business coach, make sure you head to AngelaHenderson.com today and explore different ways that I might be able to support you in this because support will be crucial when you're going through this. Now, these are just some of the things that I have my clients doing and work through depending on how dominant the people-pleasing habits are and how less they are, Right. It's, it's really, really important. You can do other things like you can reflect and journal, which I think is a great way of that's a tool that you like to do because regularly reflecting on your actions and journaling these things out can help you to also like track your progress, keep track of identifying those triggers and uncover any patterns you have. And the last thing that I have my clients really kind of hone in on is we can talk about things, we can put strategies in place, but often that's very surface level. So when people-pleasing tendencies kind of overtake a lot of the clients that I work with and see, we will often talk about them um, going and doing some hypnotherapy sessions around this and allowing to get into the subconscious and get to the root of where these come from. Because typically, you just don't come out of your mom's vajayjay, right? Uh, with people-pleasing tendencies. This is a learned behavior, and typically we see it growing up as children in whatever avenue and way that is. So again, hypnotherapy is another thing that I encourage my clients to go and do. And I too, I've done multiple sessions of hypnotherapy and absolutely love it. Now, as I often say on this podcast, we're not in business for shits and giggles, my friend. We are here to make money. We are here to have an impact. We are here, here to create and live the life that we want. So breaking free from people-pleasing habits is a must if you're wanting to grow your business in life. Remember, be kind to yourself. It's a gradual process that requires patience, but also self-compassion. And as you become more assertive and less of a people-pleaser, you're likely to find that your business grows in a healthier and more sustainable way, not just with revenue, but with flow and with ease. And as I said As I do at the end of every podcast, if you're wanting to grow your business and want to work with me in a one-on-one capacity, join one of my masterminds or join me on one of my Australian or Bali retreats, make sure that you head to AngelaHenderson.com.au as there's various ways for you and I to work together. I hope you found this episode informative. I hope that you've been able to reflect a little bit about where people-pleasing is showing up in your world. Because as I said at the very beginning of this, your people-pleasing is having a direct correlation with the amount of money you make. So where do you need to stop people pleasing, my friend? 
I hope you have a beautiful day no matter where you are in the world. And I look forward to you joining me again for another episode of the Angela Henderson Online Business Show. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, www.angelahenderson.com.au.